All right, thank you very much, guys. Uh, my name is Don in Bekimrex, and uh, I'll be co-hosting this piece with my friend and colleague here, Benga uh, Dilti. Uh, thank you very much, guys. Once again, uh, today's topic uh, is the art of storytelling. Art of storytelling. I really love this topic, and I, I was really looking forward to having the discussions first of all because of the the topic and then our speakers today we have like some hot celebrity speakers here like like in fact you guys are yeah in for a treat you know and also what their names are kuredi you know so maybe it's a kuredi thing maybe you just you just need to name your child kuredi and you're there. they're going to be hot filmmakers you know storytellers in that sense so we have um, Yunusa um, Kuredi, and we also have Kuredi Aziz here with us. Um, um, Kuredi, uh, that's Yunusa. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that well, because I don't know why it's, it's sounding a bit weird in my mouth or something. But uh, so let me just like a brief profile of, of Kredi Yunusa. Kredi Yunusa is an international award-winning filmmaker and a music artist from Lagos, Nigeria. He graduated with a Bachelor of Art degree in Creative Art Theatre from the prestigious University of Lagos, Nigeria in 2018. You know, and in 2022, you know, at the 50th 50th International Emmy Awards in New York, he received the JCS International Young Creative Award for his film Dividing Lines Award, Dividing Lines, making him the first homegrown Nigerian filmmaker to ever win this award. You can see that, you know, we have like a, a celebrity guy here, you know. And then later in 2022, his film Flesh and Spirit wins or won best experimental film at the Inbada in Indie Films Award you know, and best film at the African Spartan International Film Festival. He considers himself a storyteller who prides himself on local stories, the impact such stories have on the audience and most importantly how such stories travel globally. Um, thank you um, Kurede Yunisa, can you just uh, What's it called? Just let's hear your voice. <laughs> oh, good, good evening. Yeah, I'm Unisa already. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Thank you for, thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for honoring us. So uh, then we also have another celebrity, you know. Kurede in our midst, you know, Kurede Aziz is a writer, director whose filmmaking journey started in 2018, you know, when she co-produced and directed her first short film, Tip of the Edge. Since then, she has directed two other short films and a feature film, It's Blooms, it blooms in June. In 2022, she won the Netflix, Netflix UNESCO African Folktales reimagined competition and the short film she directed will be on netflix soon omar you can imagine you can see we have like you guys are going to be tapping from like the fountain of knowledge you know and stuff like that so thank you very much uh crazy aziz let's hear your voice <laughs> Man, I was waiting to hear who the celebrities were. When you said celebrity, I thought Ramsinoa was coming or something. Uh-huh. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's all good. <laughs> Thanks for having me. All right, thank you for having me. Right, uh, just quickly, but you know, just so that we ease into the discussion, and um, I just wanted to ask you guys what what really inspired you to um go into filmmaking or storytelling specifically because um, yeah there are f- several forms uh, of storytelling but you know this discussion really is about storytelling in terms of film so um what inspired you to 
going to storytelling um, anybody can uh, can start uh, i think uh, maybe um uh, aziz kuride can just start. uh so if you ask me what inspired me to become a storyteller my first response would be i don't know <laughs> because i've 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 told stories for as long as i can remember um I think I wrote my very first short story when I was maybe like eight years old or something. We used to have this desktop at home and I just wrote it on there. My mom saw it and she didn't want to believe that was more than wrote it. So yeah, maybe it was that good. <laughs> and um, but one thing I do remember being um, influenced by was the many story books that my mom would buy for me as a child. Like I remember from when I was probably about five years old when I could start reading, she used to buy me these Annie Blyton um, storybooks. And I think they influenced like my taste in stories because I read a lot of these like magical realism and fantasy kind of stories. So I'm a big fan of, and I kind of took that into my teenage years and young adulthood. So I'm a big fan of um, speculative fiction. Uh, sci-fi fantasy and all of that stuff and growing up of course we, we did the whole video club thing uh, where we would buy we would rent um nollywood films uh we watched a lot of hallmark as well so i mean those those are the kind of things i was watching in my formative years and once in a while my mom would buy a few rom-com series um which i watched I'm sure I watched Sound of Music. So yeah, I would watch films like Made in Manhattan, Sound of Music, over and over again. And th- those are the influences that I remember. Um, and of course, when blogging was a thing, I would read a lot of fiction blogs online. So those are, you know, the, the, the things I think about when I think about the, my influences as a storyteller. But filmmaking itself, um, for some reason, when I would watch movies, I would imagine what was going on behind the scenes. Um, even I—I I mean, at that time, I didn't know what a direct, who a director was, or what 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 exactly was happening behind the scenes. But I would just think about it. And then when my mom got her first camera phone, my brother and I would play with it and would record videos and act like little dramas and everything. And it's funny um, when I think about it because it only occurred to me a few years ago that okay, that was probably when the seeds of my being a filmmaker were planted or something because um when i was in senior secondary school i had this crisis of i didn't know whether i wanted to do science or art eventually i found myself in art and then even deciding what course to study again was a thing so it was like an entire journey before i finally came to filmmaking it wasn't like um how it is for some filmmakers that oh they watch films and decided they wanted to be a filmmaker it wasn't like that for me it was a freaking roller coaster <laughs> so i still consider myself i mean i'm a very young filmmaker i started what 2019 how many years ago was that three four years so i'm still very new to it and it feels like a lot of the films i've been making i, I mean why, why i don't even bother submitting to a lot of festivals is because um for me they are like um, it's like I'm playing, right? Like I'm learning. So the the two most serious projects that I've been on, um, that I've directed, of course, my feature film it blooms in June, and the Netflix projects. And those ones for me are like, okay, that was when I actually really started making films. Um, yeah. yeah. I hope that answered your question. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's just uh, getting perspective to do a house some of us get to where we are right now and uh, you know it's not it's not always the same so some people like uh, i heard some people say they they got inspired you know they were sitting down and something came upon them you know but it just shows how you know the journey is different um so um kuridi um musa um what 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 uh, inspired you to become a storyteller well I feel like when like when people ask that question, I just I just I feel like it's it's something that I actually need to like rack my brain about because I can't really I can't really pinpoint like that this is the moment you know where mm. you know the re- like the revelation came or something. But I just knew that you know growing up, I I loved uh, you know watching films, you know 
I wouldn't lie. I don't like reading, you know, and <laughs> I feel like I feel like you know other creatives might be like you need to read and stuff, but I just feel like you know I prefer to watch other than reading because you know we we, we all have like our different um, should I say mediums to to making research and and all of that, mm. you know. I started I started writing poems, you know. Started from writing poems. I've always loved, uh, you know, literature. From poems, I you know I studied theatre arts. From theatre arts, I started you know doing photography. From photography, I you know delved into film and you know and all of that. And and ever since, I have not you know looked back. So the creative journey for me, it's 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 still ongoing you know it's 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 still ongoing just like uh corey said you know that you know you can you can never stop learning you know i just i just got like i just i just got started you know there's still like <laughs> there's still like a long journey ahead you know a whole lot of grounds to break and and i'm really glad that uh you know the world is getting to you know, hear about African stories. You know, at at a at a time like this. Mm. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Uh, so, I mean, with that, I think we can now, you know, start asking the hard questions. You know, the deep questions, quote and unquote. <laughs> you know, but but really. So, what? Um, on that note, what what is um, storytelling, and why do you think it's called an art? Because uh, as as a filmmaker, um, I, this this might be false, but in my own opinion, I realize that uh, filmmaking is, has become a bit uh, like a robotic work, you know, and um, so people are not really looking at the art again. It's no longer the art of storytelling; it's just telling stories. So, what what is what is storytelling and why do you think it's considered a, a, a an art um you, you know so i think you can you can just pick up from where you stopped yeah so uh well for me i would i would i would say storytelling is um you know it's it's the technique you know involved in telling a story so like storytelling could could mean uh you know it could be it could be a process it could be it could be uh it could be a method it could be anything you know like all that just matter you know is the 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 direction at which or all or the steps you know at which you take you know or the process at which you take in telling a story you know me and me and a friend or uh, you know of mine were having a discussion and and I was saying that you you know in Africa I feel like we have uh, like your whole resources of stories, but the problem is not even about the story; it's about telling the story. You know, and, mm. and and that is you know where I think that you know Hollywood is really doing great because if you look at Hollywood, it's the same stories they are telling, but they figured out a way of creatively telling this story. You know. They've, they've, they've carefully worked out that wow factor. So mm. it's a simple story, but each time you watch any of the films, you feel like, oh, this is something, you know, this is something new, or, or like this is something wow, you know. And and I feel like it's it's high time that you know, uh, filmmakers, especially like Nigerian filmmakers, you know, harness that storytelling, you know, ability. Because I feel like, as as a filmmaker, as a filmmaker, we we, we, we all have stories that we, we you know we want to tell. We all have, uh, you know, our visions and all of that. But it's 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 not all about just taking the camera and just filming. It's mm. it's it's deeper than that. It's 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 more on on you know how many of us sit down and and think you know and act the story itself. How the story wants to be told, you know. It's so like there's there's a whole lot of uh you know there's a whole lot of things to consider when when telling stories. You know, I would I'll leave uh Corey to you know to continue. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, so storytelling for me is um, the way I see it. It's ingrained in who we are as human beings, in human experience. When I think about the oldest form of art, for instance, or human expression, we think about okay, maybe the cave drawings, um, and then you find um, like images of of uh, what who drew. You find a man trying to hunt down a bull or something. What are they doing? They're telling a story. They're communicating right when you think about the holy books the bible the quran they are filled with stories and that's how um we have passed down our say lessons now and traditions and all of that parables in every culture proverbs they are all stories um it's so which is why i say like it's part of who we are and when you really think about it even as human beings each each and every one of us we are a story because when we die you can anyone can tell your story from you know when you were born to when you die and everything and every day is almost like a story so which is why i think that um it's ingrained all of us and when you think about it as an art like already said we had saying my name i don't refer to another person but okay <laughs> like already said um it takes you can you can take any form i mean poetry and it's i find it interesting when he was talking about or oh, how he used to write poems and he was, and he was interested in photography and all that because i did all of that as well uh, which is to say that we are we are all artists you know whatever forms of art it is that we pick but then the thing is whether you pick photography or you pick poetry whatever it is you're telling stories and as i learn um the more i learn the more i realize that storytelling is um it's 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 also a feeling thing which is what art which is what art helps to convey art conveys feelings so the art of storytelling is the art of conveying feelings basically feelings um and it's it's all tied up in a message you're conveying a feeling you're conveying a message but then the most powerful messages if you want them to stick they have to generate a very strong emotion or feeling or whatever it is when you think about the most powerful feel because they made you feel something whether it is because they made you whether they made you feel angry whether they made you feel happy or excited whatever it is that made you feel and then there are some films that what they make you feel is so complicated you don't know what it is but it stays with you um So yeah, when I think about storytelling, it's hard to just define it, like give you a textbook. Us as human beings, I think of heritage, I think of um, feelings, I think of message, those are the things I think about. And um, responding to what Kurde said about um, Hollywood. For me, like Hollywood's not been a gold standard a long time ago. And one thing I realized is that every humans are different right cultures are different mm. have rich and diverse storytelling um traditions and heritages that are different but are equally powerful well we loved those films right they made us feel you know we enjoyed watching them um and then when you now look at the asian um kind of story Thing. I mean, everybody tells stories differently, but you can experience these films. I mean, there are Nigerians that love Bollywood. They will not matter. <laughs> but I think the most the most powerful kind of storytelling are those that can cut across cultures, because even even though we we are all different culturally and whatever it is, we're still. We're still all human, and we, we we tap into the same consciousness, sort of. You know, so as much as I want to tell African stories and stories about people like myself and people around me and all that, I want to be able to tell stories that in a hundred years from now, somebody in I don't know China or Indonesia would be able to relate. You know, one hundred percent with it. Uh, so yeah, another long-winding response. <laughs> I mean, you 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 touch you touch on a few things there, and uh, I'll just uh, pick on them like one by one a bit, because uh, you brought up some things, and one of the things that uh, you, you talked about, you know, how like uh, we have different cultures, and kind of you said something in the line of maybe different forms of storytelling, and I realized that 
it's it's kind of true and in a way because you see a, a different style of storytelling for example in korean movies you see a different style of storytelling in general um, hollywood movies and uh, bollywood you know and even nigerian uh movies so you you find out that people start asking questions like uh, you know what are african stories are or what is african storytelling or whatever you know and and, and it really raised the question in me is there some sort of style that we need to follow you know say for example as africans or as nigerians i don't like this there's no style let me start answering now there's no style that anybody needs to follow for you know because you realize that this okay follow your truth sorry to cut you short right but like people try to put too much emphasis on okay there's a style or there's a right way to do something which is why you find that okay some people are trying to copy hollywood or whatever it is but like everybody's reality is different everybody's vision or the way they or perspective is different and the most important thing is tell your truth like tell your story from a place of truth from a place of authenticity and it will cut across i think about someone like lukman ali for instance and he would make an he would make a western or an african western or he would make some an action film and some people might criticize it and say that oh uh, according to him that in his country criticizes and say that oh he's so american or whatever but then his own perspective is that look i grew up watching westerns and i grew up watching action films and those are the films i want to make but then you find that even when he makes these films it has its own unique spin on them he has his own voice on them if you get what i'm trying to say and it doesn't look to me like it's a hollywood rip or whatever so you can make any kind of film the most important thing is let it be true to you whatever your style is and till now i mean i feel like i haven't yet made a film that's truly in my voice because of the interference <laughs> because there's always interference from you know the organs at the top i really haven't done that yet but do something that feels do something that feels like you discover your style and to be honest for young filmmakers i don't think you should be bothered too much about oh this style or that style or whatever just at this stage just go as the spirit leads and just be do your thing i mean what makes tarantino so special you see a tarantino film and nobody else does it like that because he's speaking his truth he's, he's and like he has his prints on it all over it and I was, and I and I and someone like Lupin Ali again, I'll see his film, his film, and I'll know that this is his film. You get, but then when you're trying to follow a specific style, you are not going to get there. You know, you could do it for practice. Maybe you say, okay, you like this style, you want to, you know, try it out or copy and everything. That's a valid approach, but you don't don't feel be all stuck up and say that oh, this is the way to do film. There is no right way to do film simple and short <laughs> or oh, this is where i see it so all right uh I, before i move on it's still uh, in line with some of the things we've said now but i just wanted to see if um uh has something to add yeah uh so, so like there's just like um you know Corey this said there's no like a particular style to follow you know because uh most of us you know we we grew up, you know, watching westerns and you know Hollywood blockbusters and all of that. And when we start out to start making films, you know, we, we start out to making films that look like you know western, you know western, you know style and all of that. In fact, even our stories, we lose it at some point that we and we want to tell, you know, western stories and all of that because I feel like you cannot like you cannot tell western stories better than the way the west will tell their stories and you cannot shoot in their style the way they will shoot in their style like you cannot be better like you like you can't be better than the masters because they they've they've mastered the craft over the years so instead of you know trying to should i say trying to develop on on you know on on something that you know is not your own like why can't you know we filmmakers just develop our own you know our own style and everything you know i i saw a film by um mata uh mata Diop. she's a uh, senegalese filmmaker uh atlantics you know and and it's 
it's it's such a beautiful film like that is what like one of the most beautiful films i've seen you know and and it's a senegalese film of course we're aware of uh usman uh you know sembene you know who is re- regarded as the father of you know filmmaker in in africa and so so like the, and and just like lukman ali that corey also mentioned of i've seen uh the girl in the in the yellow jumper and you know a couple of his short films and all of that and it's his style is kind of distinct because you know he has a way of turning around it like situations can turn around at 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 any point in time like you never see it coming and his dialogues too are, are you know his dialogues are well thought of and planned and the dialogues like they feel so good you could feel the dialogue so like you know it's not it's 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 not all about you know just uh should i say of course we as filmmakers we need to tap here and there you know we need to tap here and there and just like Corey also said sorry that i'm referring to you know back to what Corey is saying but like she said a whole lot you know just like quentin tarantino you know we know his style you know he the dialogues are fantastic you know and uh you know and in fact he has an obsession with with, with you know defeat and all of that so like everybody have their own style even quentin tarantino also tapped you know from from the likes of you know Sergio uh Corbucci and all of that you know we we as filmmakers we are who we consume but but like I feel like that doesn't mean we should we should we should now be like copycat and just you know try to just replicate what another man has done you know it, 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 it loses you know authenticity which is something that we should never lose we should never trade for anything you know i was i was having a conversation with uh cj obasi you know sometime sometime ago and and we were talking and he said just tell your stories just tell your stories at some point i think i was i was like uh i think i said yeah african stories and he was like no just tell any story just tell any story just tell any story it doesn't it doesn't mean you have to be african just just tell any story you know the way it comes to you just tell it you know and and you know that like that really struck me and and i feel like that's you know that is what like we as creatives you know need to do you know just just tell the story but just make it authentic you know not not trying to copy anybody yeah 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 uh so uh yeah uh sorry let me allow me to add something please um so it took me a while right for me to figure out exactly what I'm say what I wanted to say. I'm talking about like throughout my life, right? Mm. And things that brought to me. And I feel that for a lot of young filmmakers, it might feel a bit ambiguous if you keep saying throwing words around like authenticity and all of that. So the question I think you should ask yourself is care what is the one thing that you absolutely want to say or have to say? If you had just 20 words left for you to say in your entire I'll say. And I think that was the question that led me um, into sort of discovering what I want to say as a filmmaker. And I think to people as well, because sometimes when people throw words around like authenticity, you're not really sure what that means. So, yeah. All right. All right. Thank you very much. So, guys, if you are feeling what they are saying, you can just use the emojis to just, you know, snap your fingers or whatever in the emojis. I don't know the emojis that you can use. You can smile or whatever, just so that we know that you guys are still with us. So, uh, thank you very much, guys. Uh, thank God that you guys mentioned, at least both of you have mentioned Tarantino, and I'm going to go back to something that happened with Tarantino later on uh, in our discussion. But still on, you know, on the issue of storytelling and and I'm sure you guys will agree with me that storytelling, it's like the process of telling the story. So you could have like a story or an idea that is nice, you know, in its sense. And the, you, the process to which you tell that story, in fact, will differ from person to person. And it's that difference that makes one person better than the other. And the end goal of storytelling is that you are able to pass across, you know, a message and or information. And like you said, you know, you are you are you are putting in your feelings and everything. You want people to have you, you know take something out 
uh, of the cinema when when they leave so really still still in in line with the what we've been discussing using christopher nolan for example and we've had this discussion it's always good to bring you know movies using the critic like tarantino christopher nolan um for example nolan is, has been known for uh, a different style of storytelling the style of storytelling that you could say is a bit controversial but he has done and he has done it well in many of his movies but i would say and i'll bring it up that i had issues with uh, tenet and i had issues with tenet because he didn't he, he didn't feel like <laughs> the art of storytelling he felt like this guy had an idea and he was like guys just get this thing yeah, I don't get it or I don't get it. You know? So there's this part of us as young filmmakers where we have some very nice ideas and we are so engrossed in the art, we are so engrossed in the complication of the story, we are so engrossed in, you know, putting, so for example, maybe Easter eggs inside our movies, you know, subliminal messages, and then we lose the story. Personally, that's what I think happened with, with Tenet. I, I felt lost. Watching maybe, maybe maybe I need to start not I, I mean I don't know you need maybe one one eighty IQ to understand it but I think personally I think when you you need to you find it difficult to enjoy a movie or to get the message of the movie I, I don't think the movie has has uh, fulfilled its purpose so the question really is like how do you balance the the you have an idea, you have an idea, you have a story, and you want to give it the best process and still make it retain the artistic side of it. So, um, permit me, um, Kuridi, uh, permit me to use the example of one of your um, short films uh, that I watched, and that's um, um, Flesh and Spirit. And, uh, you know, you in one of your write-ups you, you know you said something about it being an experimental uh, short film and you know the uh, it being an experimental short film you know that's that's that means you're taking a risk so how do you as a storyteller come in and say you know what i want to do some kind of experiment i want or i want to balance it with entertainment so that the, you know, the people get the message because really if you're a storyteller and people don't get the message then i don't think you you really told a, a story you know so um i don't know i went round and round but i think i i just hope i was able to get the question out uh yeah well um i like personally i feel like every you know every work of art like that an artist you know release out there it's it's an experiment you know as a filmmaker you like i feel like you know you've not you've not started to make films if you've not started to experiment in terms of filmmaking itself it's it's an experimental you know it's a work of experiment because you have all these ideas you know imaginations experiences you know personal experiences and stories of people that you heard and you know you bring all this together in a you know cohesive whole and and you know like in a finished product for people to watch and experience i feel like it's 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 a work of experiments you know on its own and talking about uh christopher nolan you know i feel like as as filmmakers you know some filmmakers have moved from just being filmmakers now to to be you know um auteurs you know they are like masters of their own craft so you can't you can't you can't tell stories for everyone you know, even if even if it's a it is a universal you know story idea i feel like you cannot you cannot expect the whole world to like you know to like to like buy your story you know it, it, it's just like it's just like the likes of abati makama cg obasi you know the zero 16 guys you know when they released uh, the lost okorochi when i saw it i was i loved it because it was different like it, it was bold you know it's it was it was different from anything i had you know i'd seen before and and in fact seeing the lost okorochi kind of you know motivated me to making flesh and spirit so it's you know it 
you cannot tell stories for everyone because it's it is personal it is it is your own personal experience it is your own personal uh world and what what you can just do is not not necessarily make other people live in your world but just to make them believe you know just to make them believe you know that like, like just to make them believe the world i feel like that is what filmmaking is all about you know that is why we see the likes of avatar and we believe we believe in the experience of course yeah. we've not seen anything like it before but but you know they've they've uh you know they've they found a way you know james cameron have found a way to to bring us into his world he doesn't necessarily you know like he, he isn't saying that we should live in his world he's just making us to experience the world which 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 i feel it's it's filmmaking and looking at uh christopher nolan he's an author he, he is his style is 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 the style of confusion you know in all, almost all his films he tries to play with the human mind you know there's a story within a story looking at his background from inception and the likes you know if if you've seen inception you know it's it's a kind of film that like you probably like watch like twice to probably like you know really understand the concept of of the story and with with you know tenet i was just watching at some point i was trying to like you know make like make meaning of what i was watching but at some point i you know i just said you know what let me just experience this man i i don't have to like try to understand let me just experience his world you know he, he, and as as filmmakers i feel i feel if for me like i think i've i've moved from the from the from the stage of what you know what will people see or what will people think if if you if you don't like like if people don't like the kind of stories you tell it is fine it is fine it is it is your world it is your expression just you know just express so like i wouldn't say you know you you wouldn't you wouldn't dispose the fact that christopher nolan is a filmmaker you know because th- yeah because that is his own experience and, and he wants you to experience you know that complexity in his work is just like uh martin Sc- uh, scorsese he is all about family martin scorsese will bring family to you you will bring you know the concept of gang family and all of that where sandesi will bring you know the concept of of uh should i say of uh of messed up childhood of you know uh, i am um, so like a whole lot of them david fincher will bring you know his, his psychological thriller and all of that so we have we have different you know filmmakers and like i said filmmakers have have evolved from just being filmmakers to masters you know of their craft so that when you see their work you know that this is work after all we enjoy paintings we see abstract paintings we see mona lisa and we don't actually understand the story behind you know this 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 artworks we just look at them and we are just marveled you know i just marveled that oh you know, Mona Lisa is showing the feeling of sadness, laughter, lust, and all of that at the same time. But we don't understand, we don't truly understand what is going on. But it is art and we we, we appreciate, you know, art for what it is. Sorry, I'm talking too much. And, you know, of of this, of, of recent, uh, Alejandro uh, Gonzalez Inaritu, you know, he, there's, there's this new film of his, um, was it was it called i think badu a, a false chronicle of unfold truth and i was reading about it although i i haven't seen the story like i haven't seen the film but i was reading about it and a whole lot of critics were like you know people were saying that critics that they bashed the film that the film that like it, it was not understandable it wasn't coherent it was just moving from here going there going there and i and i read what you know gonzalez said about the film it was like he, he wants to put the viewers in a state of dream. He don't he isn't trying to make sense. He just he just wants to he just wants to tell you know the story and just put you in that you know in that state of mind whereby you you are just dreamy and you know and all of that. So like it's it doesn't have to make sense. That's like that is like the the obvious truth for real. It doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't <laughs> have to make sense for real. But like the 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 truth there is does it make sense to you as a filmmaker if it makes sense to you do it do it do it you are not it's it's only you and your family members that will watch it (laughs) (laughs) now 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 that brings me to 
it brings me like to the like to the uh you know to the uh whole matter of audience so mm. who are you who are you making your film for you know we have filmmakers that they are all concerned about blockbusters you know we have you know it's it's just like uh uh michael b and you know and the likes they are concerned about blockbusters and we have people that they are concerned about you know you know uh you know the 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 critics watching their films festivals and all of that and all of that and we have filmmakers that have kind of balanced the two you know balance that uh you know that creative world and uh you know and that commercial like success together they've kind of like merged it together but it it for me for me basically it just depends on your audience and and you as a filmmaker just tell the kind of stories you want to tell don't get don't get don't get concerned about who would watch my film who will do this who will do this who will do this just yeah, tell I, your story basically your sentiment is like um when people say you know art is an expression of yourself you know and exactly there was the, a time there was a time there was a time that like something was going around like the internet like there was there was an artwork whereby a guy just taped a banana to like a canvas he mm. just taped a banana to a canvas and they were selling the like the artwork for millions of 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 like you know millions and i'm like this banana will rot on the wall but it's it's not all about like it doesn't make any sense Madness. but it's not <laughs> yeah it, it doesn't make any sense but it is not even about it's making sense like like sense at that point in time it is just all about the expression that was what he just wanted to do and you know i don't know how the work blew up but that was you know like yeah like you know that's it man because i feel like the more you are trying to make sense of 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 something you know there's there's uh there's an expression that says the more you look the less you see you know so so like it's it's it also goes you know for art it doesn't have to make sense it doesn't have to make sense for you mm. no. I'm going to write. I'm going to write this down on my wall. But then <laughs> I took you with a pinch of salt. It doesn't have to make sense. You know? uh, it, it also reminds me of uh, when I said I was going to talk about something that happened with um, Tarantino and also Martin Scorsese. Yeah, uh, he said they they both said. I mean, at different times, but I think Tarantino talked about Marvel. And talked about uh, you know the actors not being real actors, you know that they are just stars, whatever, whatever. You know, just kind of criticizing the Marvel universe. I think Martin Scorsese also said something. Where he said you know their movies are just like Marvel movies are like theme theme park movies, you know, and are not true cinema. You know, they had they had a lot of backlash and you know back and forth. You know, ah, can this guy say that? Can you say this about Marvel? You know, and really, I I was I was stunned. I was stunned a bit because really, I could see where they're coming from. Because if you look at these guys, the kind of movies that they grew up with, and personally, I've recently been watching a lot of older movies. You know, watching you know them Tarantino movies, you know, Pulp Fiction, them you know, Inglourious Bastards, you know, a lot a lot of Godfather, a lot of older movies, and you just really realize there's a difference in the kind of stories that were told then and the kind of stories that are told now and not just even in terms of the kind of stories but the storytelling process itself was a lot different uh uh so really uh i i i wanted to even just what i even wanted to just ask you was like would you would you agree that there's like a shift in the way stories were told then and uh, stories are told now. And what do you think is the difference in terms of uh, the storytelling pattern then and now? Yeah, of you know, of the truth, uh, there's like like there've been like a a massive change, like the, an evolution in film because. If you look at old films, you know the likes of, you know, the likes of Scarface, you yeah. know Hitchcock, Alfred Hitchcock, and uh, you know Stagecoach and all of you know those oldies. 
you know the like it's i would say technology eh? i would say technology like played a big role in the shift of film because from from the silent era you know with without dialogues and all of that and you could watch a film and mm. understand the film i, I feel enjoy- like back yeah i feel like back then it was more of visual storytelling you know because mm. that was all they had without sound they tell the story and you would watch the film and understand everything that is going on in the scene without mm. like a word being spoken you know mm. and sound came then you know we started to use dialogue to embellish you know the whole performance and 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 from there from 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 sound you know uh, came uh, special uh, visual effects special effects and all of that and all of that and now we are in the marvel you know cinematic universe you know so like it's i feel like technology as as you know as done good and it has also done like bad to cinema in terms of you look at like if you ask yourself that back then they were shooting you know in in film large devices big devices every gadget and they were able to act like the cinematography was beautiful the yeah. cinematography was if, if you look at movies like citizen kane and the likes it is beautiful and now that we have you know less heavy gadgets we have you know the digital you know gadget and all of that and you watch some films and you are like what are you people doing <laughs> so so like 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 you start to wonder you start to wonder that like what's what's you know what went wrong and it's 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 all you know boils down to being masters of you know your craft because i feel like back then <laughs> you know back then you know getting equipment getting all these things it's very expensive and you cannot you cannot just say you want to carry camera and go and shoot without carefully planning what you want to go out there to do mm. so everything is planned every single thing to the minute detail it's planned out unlike unlike now whereby you can you know like like and and it's very sad because you get some calls sometimes and and they'll be like hey can you come on set you know can you come on set and they'll send you a, a script before like a day before the shoot and they'll mm. be like you know just you know just read just 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 read and come on board you know i tell people that pre-production is 70 percent of the work pre-production mm. is 70 percent because if you don't plan you plan to fail and i wouldn't say quentin tarantino is is right or wrong in mm. in saying that you know uh you know mcu is is not <laughs> is it like you know is a joke but but all like all i can say is the kind of films that martin scorsese grew up watching mm. you know he grew up watching you know classics and all of that you know so for somebody that is exposed to classics and now you are bringing special effect and all of that without a story and it 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 is just it is just you know the the wow factor the, the you know, it, yeah so like definitely it, it's going to be odd because I know where it's coming from because sometimes I I see some of these films and I'm like like okay yeah it's it's it is just you know colorful it is it is just a show of you know visual effect and all of that but deep down what is the story you know what is the story what are you trying to do you know what are you trying to do you know even even you know even the likes of black panther and all of that you watch it and mm. you know anyway shall, don't you know don't okay. let me go to don't let me go to black panther because i feel like black panther whole, because a whole, <laughs> a whole lot of people feel that black panther is like is like is like you know a, a film glorifying blacks and all of that but i i don't think i see black panther as a film that is glorifying blacks because because i feel like we we as africans we've we've waited too long to tell our stories the proper way and now it is it is just a bunch of westerners coming to tell our stories you know for us and 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 the kind of realities they are posing out there it is not what it it really is so you know it's it's man it's it's actually it's actually a whole lot but all i can say is the world is round so 
you can you can you can even see it in film because we uh, filmmakers have started going back to you know back to like the you know the like 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 the ancient style of film like and you know i and and i feel like that is even the birth of uh indie filmmaking because 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 they've you know filmmakers have gone you know they've they've left you know the the old technological special effect and and all those stuff they've left it behind and they've started to dig deep into the human experience which is which is what like the old cinema is all about so i feel like the world is going round and round and and filmmakers have started to go back to the you know to the archaic and you know you know you know to the classics to tap you know to tap from the classics into into diving deeper you know deeper into the psychology and 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 the human mind mm. so like mm. it's 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 basically a whole lot for instance if you look at uh chloe zhao uh the director of uh, nomadland i saw nomadland and it was a beautiful film mm. beautiful film beautiful you know road movie and now uh marvel contacted chloe zhao to make What's the film again? I've not seen the film, but the reviews I've been hearing about the film, you know, yeah. it's it's not. I think Eternals, yeah. I think yeah. I think yeah, oh. Eternals. So like, I've not even seen the film, but the reviews I've been getting about the film isn't all that good. <laughs> you know, isn't all that good. So like, it's it's it shows it shows you know like the 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 influence and the creative power that studios have over creatives. Just like Corey was saying, you know, she she said something that she has not like been able to tell like a story in her own voice, b- basically because of like the higher influences. Obviously, mm. when you are making a film for studios, they will have you know creative like they will have you know control of your creative like freedom. You know, mm. they, yeah, yeah, they tend to in a way control control what you know the mission scene, like what is on screen and all of that and all of that and. Then, as filmmakers, you don't want to die. You don't want to die poor and all of that. You know, <laughs> you know, you know, you know. You know, there's something. There's something that. There's something that you know. One of my mentors, you know, used to say, uh, Kenneth Yang. He would tell you that, bro. You like you have to be hungry for some time because uh, being an independent filmmaker, you know, <laughs> you want to tell a story in your voice, my brother. <laughs> you would. You would go and look for money <laughs> because. Because people that will bring money to people that will bring money to you know to you know to, to uh, you know to fund your films, they will also want to have a say in the film. That like that is the obvious truth. Like they all, they also want to have a you know control of your creative you know your creative freedom. They, they also want to have control in the creative process. So yeah. it's 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 the issue. The matter long. I'm not gonna lie, but, <laughs> I guess. but yeah, the matter long. But you know, I think we have yeah, so. Wants to um, say something? Add, add, add one or two from our listeners. Um, Dotto. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. Okay, good evening, everyone. Um, Dotto, yeah, good evening. So, good evening, Dotto. Thanks, boss. Um, thank you, Corey Day Unisa, for all the things that you've been saying. They are quite. Um, they make sense, and um, we've learned quite. Well, I would say I've learned quite a couple of things, but I wanted to quickly mention, based on what you said, um, when you were talking about heart being um, doesn't like you don't necessarily have to make sense out of um, art because it's a medium of expression. So um, I wanted to mention, talk about that Marvel Studios or Marvel Cinematic University that these people also have their own uh, audiences and um, I feel that the fact that um, Quentin Tarantino and uh, Martin Scorsese feels that um, um, those are not the kind of movie that they like does not mean that those kind of movies should not be made because sometimes I sit down in my living room and I'm like, I just want to see an action movie I don't want anything to make sense you understand? I just want the energy of (laughs) somebody running around somebody carrying a gun and shooting the other person and killing them and having a strong uh, motivation or strong um, what do we call it now i I think it's motivation you know to go and rescue somebody and all of that so that's the number one thing that 
like all those people they have their reasons then i learned something at the film school talking about um, environments i think i learned it also in uh, van hazard's uh, master class the german filmmaker so um van hazard said something like their environment what they grew up to learn what they grew up to see on the day is a tells a lot on what kind of stories they want to tell like you also mentioned now map to do sometimes just look like okay what is that thing that we need to make now that will make people pay because for example someone told me about uh, mimi battles of um, film one the head of production that she said something about oh we are here to make money we are here for business whatever story you have as long as it can make us money we are down so the, the thing does not really have to make sense like if i want to make a film now and film one is telling me your oh, guy we have 70 million naira for you to make a film and they say this is the kind of film you want to make like whether i like it or not i have to make that film then the other thing i wanted to mention is that the expected amount of content right now in the world is relatively higher to the times that scorsese's and the likes were making films you understand mm. like then you, you as a film director you could make a film in 10 years i remember one um, case study of a director that we learned in class who was continuously asking for money he would decide that this is who i wanted to cast i forgot his name right now but he kept asking for money like he almost ran down a whole studio i think they guys should remember his name so Yes, yes, I do. (laughs) That's that's another kind of director. But right now, businesses, that was when, that was the cinema era where you have to shoot a film that, you know, people will go out to the cinema and watch and all of that. But right now, whether you want to go through Netflix, you want to go through this, like you're shooting a film for Netflix and the next week you're moving to an Amazon Prime video. So people just want to make films as fast as possible. You know, it's, it's painful, truly when you watch some movies for example i have a production that i'm resuming location tomorrow morning and i told the director that bros because of a hack that we did on the camera you may not be able to preview your shots and the director was like no 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 i cannot afford not to be able to preview my shot and i'm like bro there was a time when people were filming on film they were making films on film you would not even see beyond white and black and after you have shot you cannot even play back so what i'm saying is the same thing you are even seeing this one clearly you you have you know you don't have to go to the studio to expose to know whether you shot well or not because that's always a moment of truth for the era when they were shooting on film so i feel that because of the higher demand for content these days people want to just do different things and um, finally i would also say that budgets are shrinking like a whole lot from time to time even when you interview a scorsese he will tell you that when he was making films in the 1970s he was making films of 300 i mean 80s rather 300 million dollars and right now he's making films that are less than that amount and you want to talk about inflation and compare like what's really happening about you know with that so i feel that there's a whole lot that is happening but then like you said the film i'm resuming tomorrow is a tv film whether i like it or not i never wanted to shoot a tv film i was aiming for the cinema i was aiming for the streaming platforms and you know the big screens but right now like um kennedy Young said that you'll have to go hungry for a while i want to make money like i want to feed my family and whatever money i'm making i want to infuse back into the film so um i feel that as much as we want to be very expressive in our storytelling and we want to be detailed you want to be that crazy director that um, i'm not talking about uh, you right now you know because i know you you're not that crazy crazy a person so um what i'm saying is as much as we want to go big and have our own voices expressed and we want people to hear us um we also need to like consider the fact that we need to feed so we would not blame directors who are doing tv films who are doing films like they could do like 50 films a year 20 films a year and you wonder how you know how the quality of that content 
So like my HOD in uh, Elka used to say, he would say, make one for yourself, make one for them. As a matter of fact, make mm. one for them, make one for yourself. So that's just what I want to contribute to, you know, this storytelling thing. It's it's a whole lot on us that are coming up right now because the competition is getting stiffer by the day. Like I have you there, I have um Akoride of Netflix, I have been Gadilti, you know, of uh, I something, there's something about I in his company name. I have done to compete. What? <laughs> <laughs> I know there's something Benny about eyes. that, yes. So, Benny. so like, we, the competition is getting stiffer and we're not getting that fund. For me now, if somebody wants to, like, it's hard for somebody to even give you, like, 5 million naira to make a film. And in my head, I'm like, mm-hmm. what can 5 million even produce? What kind of film? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. how much are you paying the director? All the recce that we are supposed to go for location scouts oh this location does not work okay i have a film in my head right now and i'm thinking can i even go to um james omokwe and beg him that that location that you use though let me improve on it to shoot the film i want to shoot mm. i have a film in my head i don't know how many of us have seen meet soma a film that uh, ariasta directed and i'm like okay i have a story that should go that route go to um like a remote community and shoot a film but that will require me to have like say 60 million naira you know looking at the kind likes of uh, the woman king what kind of make i mean costume what kind of um um, um in terms of uh, the set dressing in terms of the entire production design how much i would need it's a lot of money but who would give me that kind of money but you know that's why we have such platforms as this so that when we talk once in a while we can have um, somebody like you know say okay guy you know i just went to emmy awards and i want some money let's partner together and make that story that you have in your head thank you guys thank you for the opportunity to speak <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's why they do like this. <laughs> you don't pitch, you don't pitch like that. Too. Just, just don't hear him like that. As in, <laughs> but like, but like, but like, man, what what Dotu said is, you know, is actually yeah, because I feel like, uh, you can't just like I said, you can't make film for everybody. So, the 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 audience, you know, matters. You know. Just pick your audience and make and make and make your film. Because if if we were to wait for the likes of Tarantino and and uh, you know Quentin uh, and uh, Scorsese, you will probably need to wait like three four years before a film is dropped. So whereas we ha- you know whereas we have you know a lot of TV you know TV shows t- you know and 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 a whole lot of low budget films and all of that and people are consuming it. Even the African magic that we complain about. People are consuming it. Like people are consuming, you know, such content. So, like everybody cannot cannot buy. Everybody cannot buy your product. So just make find your audience and make sure you owe them tithes and sell your product. You know, your product to them and all of that. And by the way, uh, Midsummer is 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 a really nice film. I feel like if if anyone like um, hasn't seen the film, you should go see the film. You know, it's 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 a beautiful film. You know. All right. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, I think we have one more person, uh, um, an idealist. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know an idealist real name. Okay. My name is my name is my name is Edouze. Okay. So I, I, I'm not I'm not going to be saying much. Uh, I just want to say um, so much have been said, and uh, I really really kind of appreciate everything. I've learned so much. Uh, just listening to the space, I've learned from the two creative because I was uh, I was part of when the when the space wanted to start up. I was part of the people that actually kicked up the space. So, well, so much, so much I've learned, and I really, really appreciate the space. And and I hope that we have more, more, more mm-hmm. inviting more people to come around to tell us their journey and and their experience. Thank you very much. All right, thank you, thank you very much. Yeah. Okay, all right, guys. I think our time is fast, but uh, um, 
just a quick reminder to follow our pages and um, you know oh let's let's continue having this discussion we have this discussion every friday uh by 7 p.m and we invite guest speakers so we can have little discussions about filmmaking what are the issues that we have how do we survive how do we collaborate how do we make money you know like i said here you say one for one for yourself two for them you know or you want to do two for yourself one for them you know in my drink guy after some time but you know you don't know that's 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 where we decide our discourse whether your passion is enough for you to continue on this filmmaking journey but you know film joint really was set up to kind of you know have this kind of discussions and help you know few young filmmakers to uh, uh, you know, and equip them with the tools, necessary tools for them to survive in this uh, film industry, this Nollywood that we we call, you know, we call our own. So, uh, thank you very much, guys. Uh, like um, Binga said at the beginning, if you have a movie that you want to premiere and you want to promote, and also you want to distribute uh, film joint but we have a screening process we are going to screen movies and we choose five movies that are going to promote premiere and distribute and then we will be open for business also we want to do that in, in the monetary way but um, right now if you want or if you believe your movie you know is very good go to our website uh, it's on our uh, uh, if you are lucky, you are chosen. We have some of the best judges, training judges, uh, uh, that are going to be screening the movies. So rest assured that you know if your movie is good, it's going to be selected. So thank you very much, guys.